0: Come and gather round for an epic show.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Stubborn Heroes. What the
2: fuck? <laughs>
3: he freaked out. <laughs> He's so mad. Go,
1: go get him. Go get him. <laughs> Okay, let's try that again. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Stubborn Heroes, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. My name is Adam, and I am the Dungeon Master, and the stubborn heroes we have today are David, who plays Phileas. Hi. Michael, who plays Belrin. Hi. Billy, who plays Cedric. Hey, hey! Cody, who plays Amon. Oi. And Raymond, who plays Aeratol. Hey, you he spoke. Yeah, you spoke. I'm gonna turn this up just a little <laughs> bit. A little bit of game, just slightly. Just a wee bit. That's a that's good. I guess this
0: means I'm not dead.
1: <laughs> I guess so. So not so, yet. Yeah. Would everybody except or for everybody except for Billy please roll to see who retells the tale of what happened in the last episode. Yes! My team. It's Cody. What do you get? Uh, six. That's a six. I got six <laughs> 20, so you do it. <laughs> You're very funny. Okay, Cody, what happened? Things and stuff. All of us just suddenly woke up in a dungeon area, or sorry, a cell, and in pitch, uh, pitch black. Okay, so uh, my character, Mon was frozen to the floor. Phileas had, was it the mud or was yours? Water. Water uh, in your lungs. Dal- drenched in water as well. Oh, drenched in water? Balrin was the one that had the mud. Had uh, mud coming out of his mouth. Aerotol was wind? No, it wasn't fire.
4: Fire Power, powers combined.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it like a
3: wind of things? You know, fire. No, on it head. was
1: fire. It was fire? And then afterwards, there was a skeleton lying on the ground. burnt to a crisp, well, skeletal remains, I guess. All we knew was a halfling or whatever. That's all we could tell. So, um, and there was also, it was
2: pitch black, except for a flickering... Light from a lantern. We got the guards to
1: come out to That's the, the cell.
2: Uh, got out of the cell.
1: Fought, we fought guards. We, fought, we met a dragon. Blah blah blah.
4: I put on armor. Took off armor.
1: <sighs> That's true. I tried to unlock elemental. It didn't work. That's why you put on the armor and it's like you're not you're not proficient. At we anything. got to the end of the dungeon like we we're supposed to. Yep. We fought. No no. Convinced the dragon to help us.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And. Gone into a secret chamber with a dwarf. Was it a dwarf? It was a gnome. Gnome.
2: With tons of books, so Mom was very happy. But he was the developer
4: of the Lotus Plague. And
1: Aerotol had a bag of folding?
4: Found in a chest.
1: Found in a chest. Of the dragon. Of the dragon. And he pretty much put the container...
2: Of the actual flower from the Lotus Plague and put it into the bag of holding with all the vials of
1: whatever's left. And the gnome also put tons of books in there and then we got out. You you got out because the gnome uh, had one of those lanterns you guys saw. Basically the gnome revealed to you that the king himself, the elven king... Phalor Severin, he had his own lantern to be able to travel to this small little fragment. You guys had teleported to a fragment of a dungeon that was floating around in the Shadowfell. Or what was left of the old elven world. And you guys were just floating in shadow. And uh, the only way out of there was to use these lanterns. Zingo Bar, the little gnome, he ha- he happened to have one with him. And you guys used it to leave. So you guys are traveling... Now, through the Feywild, you get all of these strange emotions, these magics washing over your body as you're traveling back home. And as you are traveling as well, your memories start to flood your mind again. And you start remembering the events that led up to you traveling to this place. And that is where we're going to cut to. Aeritol, you're standing in the alleyway. You're staring at this parchment that Lord Del just gave you that says... The Lotus Lotus Blooms in the Crescent Moon. moon. What do you do? Sorry. Uh, Sorry, but Cedric, who hasn't spoken in a long time because he he wasn't there for the last episode, you see Erital just blankly staring at this parchment. And so do you, Amon. You're there as well, the three of you. Okay, And you're standing in an alleyway, and just staring at this parchment that Lord him.
2: What am I doing? I don't know. What
1: are you doing? I don't
0: know. It's been a long time. <laughs> <I've never> <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> you, you, you were just standing there looking
1: at him. That's why I'm telling you. You're scouting out the area. You look up the alleyway. And then you look around the corner and you see the bank is just down this street. It's full of people. There's tons of elves walking around different races and everything. This is more of the uh, trade quarter of Everfay, where a lot of the commerce and everything happens. There's tons of different shops all different kinds, uh, people are buzzing and, and walking in all directions, you're just looking up this alleyway and uh, you see at the end of this street is a large center of the trade quarter and within that center is a huge golden bank. And you know that is the bank of Everfey. So it's about three blocks away from you.
5: I'm going to rob it.
1: That's your intention, yes, and you there brought these me. two because you apparently have a plan. <laughs>
4: is just going to close the message or the note that he was given and just be like, wow, I f- feel like I was just going on an adventure somewhere. Um, uh, let's let's uh, rob the bank. All right, so
2: nobody, what do you guys do? Nobody suspects the little <laughs> man.
4: What
0: was the actual plan again, Cedric? You turn him into a girl. We go in. He pretends to be a girl. Signs a deed over to me. I take it. Maybe take out a small loan in her name too. You know, and then we just go and walk out and that's it.
4: So I don't need to do anything other no, than you stand You just gotta turn corner. him
0: into a girl. A turn him into a girl. That's it. Okay. Yeah, the one that yelled at us at that place. Yeah, I remember. Yes,
4: yeah, the Yeah, the bitchy one. Yeah, he, uh, opened, or, he opened the wrong door. Uh, when I yell he, at me? He, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because
0: yeah, yeah, he was
4: stupid and he went <laughs> to the wrong door. He All got right. blamed
0: for it even though it was us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
4: remember. That was, I, how could I forget? <laughs> I forgot you did, what we're what talking talking about. About. <laughs> That's what we're working out. Amon, uh, uh, you are you mentally prepared to like? Do you remember her voice uh, when she yelled at I, you?
1: Uh, uh, I remember her voice. It, it was right in my face. So how can you not forget?
4: Yeah, exactly, I can't forget that. That was hilarious when you walked up the door and knocked. <laughs> you stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. That's uh, No problem. Um, Appreciate uh, that. Are, are we just going to march in there? Like, with the
1: deed and well everything? Yes. Do you guys... Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to transform me first. And then yeah, let's, uh, let's go... F- or is she uh, going to be like my accountant or something? You say that as you Cedric? look at Cedric, who is still in his regular, roguish, suspicious-looking clothing. <laughs> what is she...
4: You're supposed to be a me, and yet you look like that. You know what? You guys stay right here. I'm going to go into this market, get you some clothing and uh, disguises, and uh, you guys practice whatever you're going to do in the bank. Okay. Aretol's going to go out in the market and just quickly look for some... Uh, I, I guess um, I'm going to go out into the market. Airtel, well, Aretol's going to go out in the market, and then he, he's going to look for, um, I guess, luxurious... Looking, uh, female, like a dress or something. Okay. Yeah, no, you Uh, see
1: several different shops, uh, clothing boutiques and stuff. I would say that you see three specific ones, uh, one that, that, that sells all types of different clothing, uh, both women's and men's. One is very, very fine, expensive looking, uh, clothing. One is about medium, mediocre prices. And then one is like a bargain shop.
4: Uh, I'm gonna go for the expensive one first, and then I'll go to the medium one after to look for something
1: for, uh... The expensive one first. Yeah. It's called, uh, Greed's Folly. Greed's Folly, okay. So you walk into Greed's Folly. Uh, there's a little ring at the door as you walk in. You get a, a couple of shifting eyes as, uh, some people are looking at you oddly. Uh, there's one woman who looks at you, and she's rather impressed by your fine foreign almost clothing the design on it and uh it's almost magical in nature but she doesn't approach you or anything um you walk in and you see at the end behind the counter is a uh, well-dressed very very thin uh elderly looking um but very proper looking
5: Cam, can, chemtrails for your
1: balls. Chemtrails. Chemtrails. Straight Cam for your balls. Chemtrails. Oh, oh shit. Chemtrails. Chemtrails oh. go straight for your balls. Chemtrails! <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, uh, very fine, but uh, a little older-looking uh, uh, g- gentleman. He has a little bit of a uh, soul patch, and then he's got his hair uh, wrapped up into a... Uh, t- tied up behind the back of his head. He, he has his hands together like this. He's very prim and proper. He sees you walk in, he raises an eyebrow, and then he walks out from behind the counter He says, mm, Yeah, so how can I assist you today? Sir? Uh,
5: yes,
4: shopkeep. Um, I'm looking for... Uh... Mortimer is my name. I figured we'd just keep it simple for you, but whatever. Mortimer. Yeah. I'm I'm Erital. It's nice to meet you. Um, I'm looking for, uh, I guess, a simple yet luxurious looking dress, probably for a person about yay high. And,
1: uh. I do believe that we could, uh, find something for you. Yes, of course.
5: It's Um, not for me.
1: uh, Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. And, And, uh. Uh, What what type of dress exactly? Can you be a bit more specific?
4: Something florally. Florally. That's not
1: a word. I under I think. Well, let's see. What I have here. I think I understand what you mean. Hmm. Is that all you're looking for?
4: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um. I and I and uh, maybe if you if you have something, uh, I might have to go to some of the other shops. But uh. Uh, I guess something for uh, halfling about yay high. Uh, um,
1: yes. yes. Yeah. Well, uh, before we continue, though, I must warn you. You know the prices within this place perhaps are out of your budget. The floral <laughs> dress that you're looking for, I can I can get for you. Um, but most, at the cheapest rate, will be looking at about five hundred gold. But I assure you anybody wearing this will look ravishing, definitely seen as the only the highest and most proper of ladies.
4: What about the one what about the outfit for a halfling uh,
5: yeah, more but...
1: business like yes, of course, of course, since uh less materials and uh you know obviously it's not for the lady um I, you're looking at about two hundred and fifty gold pieces, and I can get you this, and he shows you uh uh almost like a very business-like black and white suit with expensive cufflings and and suede shoes and it's it's the whole nine yards for a halfling
2: thing's pretty specific a very specific item like when you go into like a place and then the fucking OCC or some shit, and you go there and you find a car. Instead of <laughs> this is what are you talking about? This is a clothes store.
1: Yeah, but just, just for an, an athlete, a, in, an elf, in
2: an, elf an elf city.
1: Yeah, but they—I said there's many races walking around. This is their commerce. This is their Sounds trade. People visit here. <laughs> anyway, Mortimer,
4: right? Um, yes, yes,
1: I'll be happy to take both. But you think you could knock the price down a little bit? Good sir. If I were to do that, then we would lose our reputation. You should bring me
2: a great persuasion.
1: Never do such a... <laughs> you just stab him in his gut and... He...
2: Gods! No, I actually have plus six to my persuasion. Oh, well. So I, if I, you I, didn't I, do it, then
4: i, I
1: stab him. I'm afraid that... Guarantee... Prices are final. You can roll a persuasion. I
4: was going to. Yeah, roll a persuasion. is going to be like, I guarantee you, after the event that uh, we put on with these outfits, uh, your your shop will be well-renowned.
1: Hmm. Let me think about that. Free advertisement. <laughs> uh, I only have plus 100. <laughs> That's a 9. got a 9 total. I'm sure... Just a mega discount. I'm sure. Okay, I will give you a mega discount then. So for both it will be 749 gold. 745. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> You I can't argue over four gold. I will prep these two items for you right away. And he's prepping them. You two, what are you doing? <laughs> You're in the alleyway so alone the corner. <laughs> You're in the alleyway alone with this guy,
4: <laughs> and he's doing exactly that, grabbing his cheek and
2: making this. I stout. see is
3: like pretending to stab people.
2: <laughs> um, I'm actually gonna make it. He's literally just sitting there
1: playing with his cheek like. He's making that noise. I'm just, like, That's staring
5: at him. <laughs> okay. And I'm just, <laughs> like,
2: not really impressed, but it's like, aren't we supposed to be discussing something? And he'll just...
1: 10 minutes pass, 20 minutes pass, about half an hour passes, and then Airtel, uh walks back into the alleyway with... Uh, Two boxes, one rather large, one medium size light boxes with clothing in them. On purpose, Ertel going to hand uh, Cedric the
4: dress, and uh, I'm on the half business suit. I hope you have your shtick down because uh, this cost me a pretty penny.
2: No, he was making that noise all the whole time, and
0: you didn't say anything.
4: He won't listen to me.
0: <laughs> have you tried? Let's be fair. Does anybody listen to this guy?
1: See what I mean?
4: You gotta give him a chance.
1: <laughs> Cedric, you open up your box and there's a large floral dress in it. Looks like it's uh, about the s- not not for a halfling. And Amon, you open up your little box. You see a little tiny business suit, uh, ah, fuck, black ah, and white. F- yeah, fuck.
4: Aretol reach over, grab them. when the boxes be
1: different sizes? Yeah. Aretol switches them out, and now you have your clothing. So what do you do? Uh, are we doing illusion now, or when we get a little Is bit closer?
2: Disrobe in the alley.
1: <laughs> Cedric the begins to disrobe and completely gets naked <laughs> in the alleyway. Full frontal. <laughs> He's not bashful. No, as Belrin knows quite well. Well, oh, he shot me in the ass.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I thought you guys worked it out. My my only thing was to go get these outfits.
0: They cost me 745 gold! I probably could have got you them for 700. You're gonna
4: get me that back in the loan. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wait, what are you doing your shifty eye thing? I'm not. Yeah, yeah you, you, you're doing it right now! No?
1: I can see it right now. No, you can't. <laughs> and uh, what do you do, Amon? So, uh,
0: what is the plan? Like, or like, how are we gonna do this? You gotta go in with you. And you gotta pretend that you're the girl. Say you wanna sign the deed over to this guy, which is me, and then you take out a (laughs) loan and then you also give that to me. And then I go out and you just gotta go leave the bank without getting caught. But you're in the bank with me. Yeah, but I, I I'm gonna go and hide in the corner after I get the money. And then kind of just
2: walk out the door. Uh, uh, so wouldn't I just walk out the door with you?
0: No.
4: <laughs> you're not sneaky. You're, you're the Why league. would you need to sneak out if you took out the money properly?
0: Yeah. You never know. <laughs> it might be better if you don't sneak out. Yeah. But it's not as
4: mysterious. What if you got out and then started sneaking? Hmm,
0: you might be on to something with that.
1: All this while Cedric is naked. Eric does seemed a lot worse. Cool. No, no. He wore that tune for a long time. So
4: while, while I was gone for like half an hour, did you practice the voice at all? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all I have to do is transform him, I guess.
1: Okay, what do you guys do? Get dressed. I guess we're doing it now. So Amon starts getting the dress dress on, taking off his his robe, putting the dress on. <laughs> All right, and uh, oh fuck, you do that now. Amon is standing in the alleyway, just wearing a floral dress. He's not transformed into a woman yet. And Cedric is standing next to him in a uh, small little black and white business suit. Oh, he got dressed. I assume so. All right.
4: I'm going to do my magic
1: funny business and
4: try to make him look like uh, Lady Daisy.
1: Yeah, from what you remember, yeah. Okay, you can roll. Let's see uh, how well you cast this illusion. 26. Wow, okay, yeah. Then you, you take a little bit of magic out of your staff, the arcane focus within your staff. You twirl in your hand, you say an incantation, you throw it at Amon. Amon does a little twirl, uh, like Marilyn Monroe, is he... Around and you just see the shimmer of magic go from bottom to top as he transforms into the beautiful Miss Daisy, the owner of the Maiden's Voyage. Got and with your illusion, it is like a spitting image. You really cannot tell. We kind of are cheating, eh? Because it turns out there's a spell called Disguise, and that's technically how you're supposed to disguise people. But your minor illusion technically can still do it, so why the hell not? Okay. It doesn't so, really specify. Yeah, as long as you maintain concentration, right? Okay. And that's all I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not getting any further into this. It is a spitting image. He looks just like Miss Daisy. Okay, so what do you guys do? I'll just hand him the deed.
2: I guess he has to sign it over. And then I take the
1: deed. Yep. Does it look like it goes through the hand or is no, it? No, no, you're hand? holding it. Yeah, it looks like you're holding it. All
4: right, I think so you guys,
1: you guys know. What you're doing, right? But it's Miss Daisy, but she sounds like a mom. <laughs> the voice. I know. The voice. <laughs> this is
2: what I've been waiting for <laughs> this moment. This is why I came up with this whole fucking Cedric really? just, just so go. I could do him. Fucking... As <laughs> soon this, as Cedric's
1: going. got his hands together and he's just like, "Oh,
4: here we go. As soon as you get the voice down, we're gonna go there to the bank. You two are gonna walk in together, as bus- like uh, as if you're business partners. You're gonna sign over the deed to Cedric. Cedric's gonna walk out of there after you get the, well, you get a loan and whatever as well, if you can. You walk out. We have the deed in Cedric's name. We can register that building as a as a Crow's Corner, and we'll be richer. She's gonna be
0: pissed. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's gonna be very pissed. <laughs>
1: Roll a, uh, roll a performance, performance. Have with advantage because you, what? Don't have to. Why? I don't have to. I just, as long as I heard a voice for a minute, I do perfectly. Unless someone does an insight check against my deception check. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And he sounds just like Miss Like Daisy. To them right now, unless you yeah. roll insight, I sound exactly like Yeah, him. well, they know. But yeah, okay, so he sounds just like Miss Daisy when he says that. I think I just going to work. Hey, I'm <laughs> just going to stand in the corner. If things are so bad, I'm walking out of yeah, You guys haven't forgotten any, any anything at all. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what do you do?
2: I guess we should start going.
1: <laughs> this is going to be a <laughs> disaster. Okay. I don't think
0: he's going to be able to play. <laughs> he's going to be laughing every time he talks.
5: <sighs> all right. <laughs> Let's go to the bank. Hashtag
1: worth. <laughs> and uh, you guys proceed up the uh, streets. You're surrounded by people. There's a, a few gentlemen who are eyeing you up there, Amon. They sort of uh, give you an elevator. Ooh, hi there. Ooh. Hey! Don't
2: even think about it I'll smack his fucking ass hard What? Just like <laughs> Boom Ooh, like, I'm on Yeah Like it's Don't you fucking dare That's my ass
4: Erotel's gonna be following Behind them <laughs> Like separate So as to not draw attention To the
1: group But <laughs> He's gonna laugh At the like, this. And this gentleman Who is like He's like Oh 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 my gosh By the gods they just start talking To each other Giving you like Oh okay
0: Maybe arm more Than an apple Alright <laughs>
1: And I'll just walk into the bed. Lay location. What the
0: fuck does he mean? Oh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Come on, did you uh, respond? You got smacked squarely strength check, I wanna see how bad that uh <laughs> slap was. We'll get to you too.
0: Not very strong. Okay. Am I like
1: <laughs> contesting yes, it with something? Oh he slapped you right in the ass. It's a five. It's a it's a like a little it's tap. Like oh, something. I'm no no no. He's got a love tap on your ass though from Cedric. It's a five. Yeah, it's a love tap. For the, Maybe yeah.
4: you should say something, not in public.
1: Anyway, so you guys then proceed up uh, about three blocks to the main uh, center of trade here in within Everfae, and the large building that is the bank in the center of this of the trade quarter. And what do you do? Do you proceed inside? Any more preparation? Ertol gonna walk to the door.
4: Um, ahead of them. mm mm-hmm. Just a few steps, uh, again, trying to stay away and not look like they're in the same group. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he sees them walking up and he'll hold the door and let them walk in so he can always maintain.
1: Yeah, you almost look like, uh, like a little servant, perhaps, to them, who is, uh, guiding their way, and you open up the door and the three of you walk inside. That is when we're going to cut to these two. So... <laughs> Philius <laughs> and Belrin. you two were on your way with Lady Oriana to go see her father. Philius mm-hmm. and Belrin, you're walking with uh, Lady Oriana. Belrin, uh, if I'm sure that you remember quite well, your your talisman has just shut off mm-hmm. uh, as soon as you started walking towards what you know to be the font of power. This is an arcane pool of pure magic that is apparently the source of. All elves having longevity, long life, and some elves even immortality. And you're headed towards this. Uh, Lady Oriana is with you. And she says, just remember, my father can be a difficult man to deal with. But please, you must show patience. You you cannot beat him. Do not forget this.
3: We're very stubborn. Does she not understand this? I can this hear is gonna you. go very bad. Oh, yes. Oh, this is gonna go bad.
1: <laughs> we will do what we can. No. And she <laughs> stops. She says, You must not attempt anything on my father. We will not. He will kill you. Okay,
3: remember the vampire? <laughs> You'd be quiet. <laughs>
1: and Horiana just sort of chuckles and she's like, yeah. And three uh, <laughs> of so you continue. You continue walking up these uh, corridors, and as you're walking, you notice that the architecture and the stonework suddenly becomes older and older as you're walking. As if wherever you're going is a very ancient and sacred place. The it doesn't seem to be maintained or, or anything. It just seems to be all held together by like some natural magic. There's even a bridge just ahead of you that seems to be glowing. With a magical energy as it's held together, and you you walk over the bridge, and as you are there's two guards there. There's been several guards everywhere you've been, but now where you're walking to, there's just two guards at the side of uh, at each side of you as you cross the bridge, and ahead of you is a pool that is almost white, glowing with pure arcane magic. It's like a, a tiny little lake, and it flows over an edge down into a waterfall on this side here. And in the center of this large pond is a huge white, glowing magical tree. This we would know to be the Font of Power. And you also see just ahead of you, standing upon a uh, an altar with a large throne, is an elven man who is looking out towards the font of power. He seems to just be petting a small animal that's next to him as he's looking out towards the font of power. Oriana walks up and she whispers to you two, Kneel. I kneel.
3: Are not related to this guy?
1: No. Okay, I'll kneel. <laughs> she is, not me. And uh, <laughs> and you two finally kneel. Uh, when with the hesitation the Belrin had, the two guards were sort of looking at you. But then uh, you kneeled so they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything. There is this silken-robed elven woman who walks up to the side where the king is and pours some wine and hands it to him. And he takes the wine and he sips at it. Um, and he's just standing there. And do you guys want to say anything? It, it's quiet right now. Don't you typically wait for them to say something? You don't usually say something first, but you don't, you don't interrupt them if they want to speak. If that's,
5: that's your thought words. process. Yeah. That's Phileas's... Or
3: Oriana or, 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 or would say something
5: instead. Father.
1: Typically, well, she's the not. person who brings she's you not. would introduce. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you know what's typical. Typically in the... So you're you're remaining quiet. That's all you had to say, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope you had said that just in character to me. Because what's Balron gonna do? It's quiet now for like a minute. Is that really all we're here for. Okay. This silken-robed uh, elf uh, finishes pouring the wine. You you see uh, the king, whose back is still turned to you, just sip at the wine, and then he goes. You may stand. Oh thank God! I don't like being on my knees. And Balron's
3: gonna stand up. I will also stand up. Wait, you don't like being on your knees? <laughs> this hasn't been established in any of this campaign. It's been influenced into the campaign, but never actually been confirmed.
1: Chemtrails. <laughs> Chemtrails. <Camp> <laughs> okay. So, um, and the king then turns around and you now see, uh, King Phalor Severin. He, his, His clothes don't even look like they're clothes. They look like they're uh, made of tree bark and natural energies that just sort of cover his body. He's wearing a crown made of vines and thorns. He has long, white hair. He's the most elfy-looking elf you've ever seen in your entire life. And uh, he turns around and looks at you, and his eyes, they look almost inhuman. You get this strange, like, powerful presence when he looks at you. And then you see Lady Oriana. Father, these are. I I would like to introduce to you uh, Sir Phileas Senec of Mindara, uh, of of the Druids of the Moon. And he looks at you and then he just sort of sips his wine. And then she says, And this here is uh, Belrin of Tull.
3: Put my hand up and be like, Hey. He just looks at you and he sips his wine. Boweron yeah, turns to Phileas and just whispers, This guy's intense. What, what, what's the plan? <laughs> I don't
5: remember why we're here. Um,
1: you're here because you need an army. Oh, okay. Mariana's um, <laughs> like, I gave, you, I gave you an
5: audience. You
1: must speak. His time is precious. Your Majesty. Whatever you call him, right? Your Majesty? He (laughs) just looks at you? We received a letter from Oriana about you wanting our audience in order to help us maybe with the war at hand. He finishes sipping his wine as he looks at you. And then he hands it off haphazardly to the silken robed maiden who bows and then she walks away. He says, leave us the two guards at the side immediately leave. So now you are alone within this beautiful, half ruin, half foliage and, and nature filled grotto that you're in. I summoned you here to learn who is to blame for my f- daughter's insurrection. And Oriana looks surprised. F- father, that's not why. It says, silence. Listen here Phileas and Belrin My daughter Has been married To a dwarf And since I Cannot blame her For this I'm afraid that somebody else Will need to be judged Hold on Sidebar (laughs)
3: Great you you, not you, you, to you pull you. Why not just tell her that the wedding was fake and actually not married to a dwarf? He's actually married to that guy. But it doesn't work he's already married to me. That's, I mean, already,
4: he's already married. Technically, the celestial Summit does take precedence over any other marriage. Right? Well, you
1: guys can dispute that if you want. <laughs> well, Your Majesty, I'm. Uh, you can say whatever you want. If you want to say that, Michael, please, by all means. <laughs> change the entire history of the world that we're in forever. (laughs) Because you spoil this to the king. You could change events that will affect everything hundreds of years from now. Okay, go ahead.
3: Well, your majesty, I'm not exactly sure how we would be to blame for that.
1: You... You are the ones who brought her to the summit. Uh, To uh, be married. You do not interrupt me! And when he screams at you, Belrin... You feel a powerful force of magic just pressing down on you. It's almost like this ethereal, ghostly gaze almost, like, comes out of his body for a moment. And you feel his fey form almost, like, intensely look at you. And the waters glow around him, and the room rumbles.
2: (sighs) Probably a good thing I didn't go
1: here. (laughs) You brought her to the summit. To be married to those treacherous dwarves. You are responsible for... I thought you were talking. You was are responsible sorry. for tainting my lineage. This is something that will be punished with the highest degree of treason. So... I ask you for information. You answer me honestly, and then we can talk about me lending my armies to your cause. Fair enough. So, who is responsible for my daughter's marriage? Oriana goes, Father, it's... And you see he raised a hand, and he's completely silenced her with magic. Poor child. Let the adults speak. We were hired as mere mercenaries when we met her. We didn't know the reason why she wanted to go too to Thor. Who hired you? She did. She did. Yes. No one else. Was it her who gave he you, you the gold? And might I remind you, it would not be good to lie to me.
2: <laughs> no. He's already wanted it. Throw him under the bus. Hmm? He's already
3: wanted. <laughs> <It's better>. <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: Well, her and her guard, of course. You see Oriana look at you with a look of desperation. <laughs> oh god. Yes. Lord Dell. When we met her, there were two of them actually with her. No, there were. I can't I damn it <laughs> I removed <laughs> I removed him from the okay. equation. Okay, that. No, no. I said he disappeared because I, Lord Dell just became both. Lord Dell was using a magical trick to make it look like he there were two of them. The king would know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so okay. Roll a deception check <laughs> no, 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 against I, the I, Elven I, king. I didn't. I. I. I didn't know. I, I thought maybe he just disappeared. Okay. Right on, but he was part of it. Lord Dell has been warranted to come in for questioning on the matter, but he seems to be fleeing. If you are able to tell me the truth of his deception, then then we can continue. On, and I will make sure that he is punished for the crime. Lodell cared nothing but a, your but cared for nothing but your daughter's safety. His feelings mean nothing to me. You can see Oriana as just like getting so angry, but she can't say anything. At me or her At herself. Oh. Just like her, the pet fact that she can't. <laughs> That's what what I do. And his eyes move away from Phileas and directly at Belrin. I you will be easier to break. <laughs> you must simply say the words. Well
3: hold on. Let me let me retrace the things here, okay? I didn't want to be a celestial summit. I was dead. I was brought back to life there, so I was brought there. No, you stink with foreign magic. Cool, I hate magic. Um... Listen, you're king shit. He sounded like he said king shit.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sir, did you just call me king shit? I'm just kidding. Listen here. Don't you want to believe, like, everybody has their own, like, free will? Like, if your daughter loves somebody of a different
1: race, wouldn't you want her just to be happy? Oriana is my only daughter. Yeah. I have lived in this realm longer than time itself. I am one of the first elven children of Corellin, and out of all those years I only ever bore one child. One child destined to take my spot when I join Corellin and the other Elven gods. Yes, that's true, including your measly little Sylvanus. I remember him when he was just a mortal running around the woods, licking the trees, (laughs) fornicating with animals. Ugh, that would disgust me.
3: Okay, okay, okay. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. I apologize. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) I actually thought you were done.
1: <laughs> I like that you're it's nervous. With it's really oh, funny at
4: this point. The king's like, Who the
1: fuck are these idiots? He sort of gives Oriana a look like, I've never
3: been the best of a negotiator, okay? <laughs>
1: Although I am immortal and I have time eternal, my patience does not. So if you would please get to the point.
3: Okay, how about this? You want to talk to Lord Dell? How about we bring you Lord Dell? in exchange for you assisting us with the war. With what's to come. But we don't know where Lord Denon is. Shut the fuck up! Oh.
1: I didn't it too quietly, though. Just and that's why it's a sh- okay. He's a magical oh. fucking king. <laughs> your mouth opens, Belrin, and suddenly- God damn it! <laughs> I love how
2: sincere you said that. Like, he's a magical and, fucking king, dude.
1: Like... And Belrin, suddenly you can't catch your breath. And you're no. ta- look at and You're ch- sort of choking on your own words. I don't choke on is that small things. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's the motion
2: he's making. He's <laughs> oh, choking on his words.
1: He's choking on his words. And you're deep throating <clears> throat> these words. And uh, but you're choking on your own words. You you, you can't catch your breath. And Phileas, you see, Belrin is, is now can't can't seem to breathe.
5: I tap his back and say,
1: "What are you doing?" <coughs> to the king, person. Not even making a noise. You can't. He's turning. No, I'm saying, what are you doing to the king? I'm saying. Oh, I am. Told you, this dying need. I needed you to tell me the truth. And, and that you're is what we're doing. LAYING games. And uh, Phileas, you're struck with a bolt of arcane energy. It's a natural one. Oh, yes. <laughs> fuck six! I hold stop it to Stop it! The stock gets absorbed the it's a natural one, so yeah.
5: So, <laughs> so I, I hold it set, up and it
1: goes playing games, and this rush of uh, arcane energy zaps out of him like lightning to strike at you, and uh, you hold up your staff, and uh, it's it's your grandmother's staff, right? No, it's it's the new one I got, the new magical one, because uh, I gave the grandmother one to Mara. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, the, the the staff is uh is, is struck, and then it seems to grow out a shield of like wood that gathers up this energy and then absorbs it into your staff and now your staff has this arcane like spark to it. Right back down. And uh, again when he does this, it looks like the king almost becomes two beings. What this sh- like what you should do
2: is like slam your staff down and expel that energy back out. Okay.
1: I wanna yeah. attack him back though. No like just like a He can okay. do that one time. In the future, you have the arcane like, energy. You can do a bolt of arcane energy. It's like, well, and you can do one like, d20 damage? I'm making this up. You can do one I'm d20 just damage it as an attack. I know. I'm just letting him know with that just this...
2: like an expulsion of energy. Like you're, you're not the only one with power.
5: Kind
1: of thing. Like, yeah, he could do that, or he can consummate. it. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Okay, he can do that, but still. I just think it's so. True. This arcane bolt, by the way, if you want to, you can use it once to do an AOE of our, of this arcane energy. Uh, to do 1d20 damage to people within a, a 20 foot radius of you.
5: You know people. This
4: guy not reminds me one. of?
5: People. What?
1: The not... stupid Elven
4: King that kept trying to steal uh, the fucking ring and Lord of the Rings.
1: The Elven King and Lord of the Rings, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you, you notice now when he does this... Not not or although he's got a little bit of it because he does have this wraithy, ghostly form. You see this, his fae... Spirit almost leave him for a moment it's like two of him were side by side looking at you like this a mortal version of him and this fey spirit form then melts back into his body again and bellring you fall to the ground nearly unconscious you have no air. I ask again what are you doing this? Why you are you doing this? Tell me who is to blame or he will die? you get no information unless you have Ag- you have. and he waves his hand again and now Belrin you're going to have weeds start to grow over your body and no, they start scraping you <clears throat> all over and uh, be- Belrin is completely oh, right. covered in these weeds that are growing uh, sorry these vines that are growing up from the ground and Belrin they're squeezing you and they're scraping you and you're completely blue as you're convulsing who, on the ground like, what do you mean by who is to blame anybody could be to blame yes. you could
0: be to blame for pushing your daughter away. Your daughter could be to blame for
1: defying your th- role. Seems, Del could be to blame seems to be for ra- bringing it reaching out. Reaching for something and then you hear, Stop it! Enough! Because you forced my hand. And you would all look to the right and you would see Lord Dell. <laughs> Bye-bye. He's gonna die. Probably. King Faelor, please leave him alone. he yep. It's not his fault. And the king looks over. And then he pulls back and he just waves his hand slightly and uh, the vines pull away from you, Bella, and you're able to breathe again. Oh. You have these cuts and scrapes all over your body and you're poisoned. Um, one health.
5: You're poisoned yes. for one
1: hour. What? Death saves. <laughs> you're just poisoned. No, not like deathly. It's like you just the effects of poison. Okay, so you've been released now.
3: Oh, thank God. I couldn't <sighs> breathe there for a Time. negotiate better. <laughs> I wasn't sure who was to blame. You just asked who was to blame. It could have been lots of people. I don't know. There was under the bus not learned anything to get us through
1: this. You'd look over and see a pale Lady Oriana, whose eyes are filling with tears. And he's like, If anyone is to blame, it's me. I paid these, these mercenaries. That's all they were. And I, I paid them to bring her there. To marry her. It's my fault, not hers, not theirs. It's only my fault. he starts walking up. I will not ask how you got into this grotto, Dell. I had already come to that conclusion. It is nice to hear it out of your mouth, though. Lord Dell is now beside you guys. So if you came to a conclusion, why were you torturing me? And he looks over and he's like, a king rules with facts. Evidence to support his claims and the things that he does. I hold these things into high regard. I simply needed you to tell me the truth, and you couldn't even do that. You want to protect a traitor.
3: Um, actually, I said I was gonna bring him
1: in. You said, uh, silenced me.
3: How would that be protecting me?
1: You. Did not know where he was. You were attempting to deceive me. You seem growing in anger again. You feel this arcane presence surrounding you. And Lord Dell steps in, and goes, "Enough. <laughs> Let's push you guys aside." Don't you? I'm not you i am going to be that
3: negotiator.
1: If anyone is to be punished, it should be me, my king. Oriana is shaking her head. She's crying. <laughs> And then uh, he says, Indeed. And he steps off of his throne and he starts circling around Lord Dell. He says, uh, and he puts a hand on his shoulder and he says, Lord Nathaniel Dell, the realm will know of your treachery to the crown. Your name shall be abolished from all records. The house of Dell shall be dismembered, your family will be poor wretches upon the streets, and your soul will never return to the Feywild. And you start circling him, what do you wanna do? I'm gonna hold up my stuff and put bark skin on Lord Dell. Alright. So what does it look like when you do it? Turn into a tree? <laughs>
3: I am good. <laughs> I am down.
1: <laughs> I assume it just looks like bark around his body. Yeah, it so You raise your staff, this tree bark starts growing around his body. He looks down, he puts up his hand, he's like, Phileas, it's already done.
3: Well, hold on a minute. You're <laughs> getting <laughs> <laughs> How is punishing him going to change the fact that... Your daughter's already
1: married. God dang it. 23 AC. Uh, Yeah. That's a lot of dice, (laughs) I hear.
3: Uh-huh. that's a lot of dice again. I
1: hope you get down. And that going down. The king seems to, he used his face step he dissipates and reappears in front of you and just with one swift punch to your gut you fly back 10 feet and you take 26 damage. Okay, Uh, that's Mm. not that bad actually. Probably like fours or or sixes. Okay, yeah. Ow! And uh, he waves his hand and the vines start growing up from the ground again, wrapping around your feet. Can I spread my wings and just... (laughs) You attempt to spread your wings, but it doesn't work here. Yeah. Just like how your necklace is gone. This foreign magic you're attempting to use doesn't work. The vines start growing up your body, and then one of them attempts to wrap around your uh, your face to cover up your mouth. <coughs> Barks, get on. And he turns and he said, and he says, uh, and he <laughs> sort of looks at his daughter, Oriana, who's just standing there looking defeated and weeping. And he's like, "If they interfere again, they will never have a single soldier." And he turns back to Lord Dell, and he's like. Any last words, Dale? And he looks around and he says that Oriana, he says, I'm sorry. And then she says something, melts something that you can't even see. And then he looks over at you too. And he says, Find Aeritol. And then suddenly you see a splash of blood. Where within just a lightning fraction of a second you would see the king standing behind Lord Dell with this ethereal fey sword in his hand like this. And he's in this almost like battle pose. He's already made the strike and you didn't even see it within a fraction of a second. And Lord Del's uh, neck is just completely severed. And then his body plops over and his head falls to the side. And Oriana lets out a screeching cry from the top of her lungs that you cannot even hear as she falls to the ground screaming as his head plops over in front of her.
3: I can't say anything, because... Are you as well? He covered my mouth with vines. Sparks so so. you, though. You can't you right? Oh, you'd beat the shit out of me.
1: Yeah, no, I can't say and, anything. And uh, then he looks up, and... Am I able to run over to Oriana to see if she's okay? Yeah. You walk up to her, she's just... And you, you feel this power is around her, but it's being held down by her father. And then he looks up and he goes, Guards, bring them to my vault. I believe that a few years in confinement will be enough punishment for their fell melts. Years in confinement? Years are but a blink of an eye to an immortal. And the two guards uh, come up to uh, grab you guys and bring you to the vault. We will see you sooner than you think.
3: Why would you say something like that? Stop
1: threading everything you see. God damn it! (laughs) The tree's looking at me, I'll see you in a week. (laughs) And you fall unconscious, (laughs) Phileas. To discuss. And you would see a swarm of bees appear and surround Phileas and start stinging his entire body as the guards are pulling him away. The bees are only stinging him. Kinda get what he deserves. (laughs) Sting his mouth You take 21 damage 21 damage from bee stings Does he swell up? <laughs> I'm, I'm immune to bee stings <laughs> okay. And uh, B- 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 Belrin, you're, The vines stay tied up around you And you're tied up and you're brought away But you're able to speak and say something if you want Bilius is unconscious Being dragged away by guards And Oriana is just like Shaking and crying And the king returns to the throne And he turns back to the font of power yeah, i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> and lord dell's body is just lying there dead up on the ground as you're dragged out and you guys are brought down into a place you your illusionary magic is making you feel confused suddenly you end up within this circular large chamber you would assume would be underneath this waterfall so like underneath where you are here and uh, within this chamber there's tons of different expensive artifacts and there's chests full of gold and and uh, all these different statues of different cultures and everything and this must be some sort of like special vault where the king keeps his most special items and you see within the center seems to be some sort of teleportation circle with a green lantern in the center of it okay they're special yeah and you're thrown into cages and you're stuck in this room phileas is unconscious with beastings all over his body There's no one else around us no
4: Okay, well, Arato's going to go up the Green Lantern and charge his ring.
1: <laughs> this is a Green Lantern, isn't it? Whoops. Okay, and do you want to say anything before we cut to them?
3: Better be careful get he can copyright. I'm going to walk over to Phileas since he's unconscious and just smack him on you're, the you're side. You're in different it.
1: cages. Oh. You see <laughs> Phileas across the way and you try to reach for him, but it doesn't work. Is there anything around that I can throw at him? Nothing. Your items were removed and put into onto the uh, is there a rock. Kept that a chest next to you. There is a <laughs> rock, you find the rock, yeah. I pick up the rock and throw it at Phileas.
3: What can I say? I, I play with my emotions.
1: Phileas, you wake up. Either from the rock or the magic's worn off. You're not sure. You're in a <laughs> cage. Ask
0: you, no, but I hit it with a rock.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Where are we? Where in the mess you left us in. How did I leave us in the mess? Have you not learned to shut your mouth? We're coming here either way. At least I could have prevented this or attempted to. How? I have great negotiating skills. I don't threaten things that are stronger than us. We were already being taken away. No, we weren't. Yes, we were. We For were a couple of away years, away. apparently. We're going to be we'll arguing this that. forever.
1: Apparently a couple of years. But now look what happened. I, I explained there's gold. Uh, you I, see I, I different statues out. from different cultures. You see within, the, it's, it's a circular, uh, almost like cave you're in. On the side of a waterfall, you see a flowing flowing water, that magical water you saw before. So you would assume you're actually underneath where you were before. Like you'd be here, and here's the waterfall going down. And then besides that, you just feel like you're inside of this like, cut-out cave, and it's very circular. And then in the center seems to be some sort of teleportation circle with a uh, jade lantern within the center that's glowing with fey magic. We should get out of here.
3: Yeah, and how do you expect <laughs> to get out of here? Okay, is the, is the floor. <laughs> Stone.
1: Yes. You're in a cage. No, I, I think oh. nobody can he's thinking. Oh, okay.
3: No, well that, but my character would That's say that to him. <laughs> like, we're in a cage. Can I do it?
1: David, you can do anything you want. Okay, I will then transform into a rock elemental. Oh my god. And the cage itself is like knocked out in uh it, but but you're still within it but you're bigger than the cage that you're in so you're, the, the cage ground. is almost melded all around you i can right melt now. into the ground now yeah yeah now you, and then and then you just slowly you, you see him do this <laughs> i like, am like you see him turn into a rock elemental and then he just melds into the ground uh, come out of the cage in front of his cage yeah and you and f- i want to rip open his cage Free him. Yeah, and you are able to free him and rip open his cage. Now we're going to cut to these guys. You guys have entered into the bank. There's a uh, fine-looking banker sitting at a, a desk ahead of you. The desk is very, very high up in the air as he looks down at you. There's lineups of people waiting to see tellers. There's uh, magical portals all throughout the back that seem to lead to different vaults and everything. What would you like to do?
4: Airdal is going to walk over to the corner, and are there any pamphlets or anything? He's going to pick up a few pamphlets and just start leaving. Yeah,
1: them. yeah pa- pamphlets saying, uh, buy Elvin. And <laughs>
2: Made in Everfay matters. Made in
1: Everfay matters, exactly. Make Everfay great again. You know, like, uh, things saying that you should invest in, uh... You know, uh, the the elven army for the war effort against the treacherous dwarves. You notice that all the dwarves are drawn and like... They're, they're very dark and they have red eyes and they look like uh, creatures with sharp teeth. You know, it's very war propaganda stuff.
4: Just a quick question. Yeah. Isn't that war supposed to be kind of over?
1: There's a ceasefire, but as you guys learned... Uh, the elves are still attacking the dwarves. Yeah. Even though there's a ceasefire, and the elves well, are saying, well, it's because they're getting infected with the Lotus Plague, we're just clearing them out. Okay. Help us save the world by getting rid of the disease, it says, and then it shows a picture of a dwarf. They're trying to associate the uh, the plague is from dwarves. Yeah.
4: Well, I'm going to leave those pamphlets. Yep.
1: What are you two doing? Lady Daisy walks in. Yep. Holding I'm the... Uh, following his lead, he's the lady.
0: I'm just a businessman. Okay. There's a banker Donald up at the top will
1: head towards the bank telly. Yeah, and he sort of looks down at you. He's like, oh yes, lady. Oh, how can I help you? How how he reacted to you when you first walked in depended on how you looked and you're wearing a super expensive looking dress. Excellent illusion that makes you look like a beautiful elven woman. Um, oh yes, my lady, how can I help you? Miss Daisy, if I'm not mistaken, you are correct. Sir sure fixes his glasses as he looks down at you. He's like, oh yes, yes, Miss Daisy. I haven't seen you in years. How is Edgar? He's not doing that good. He came down with something before I left. Oh, oh my! That's that's terrible. Please, please, uh, give him, give him my my regards. W- what did he come down with? Uh, I had to uh, leave for her here as soon as
2: possible, so they weren't able to tell me, or I wasn't able to find out right away, so when I get back, hopefully they know what it is. It was the crabs. And
1: <laughs> hey, he looks over at Cedric. Looks... I'm gonna, like, secretly, like,
2: like quickly, like, stomp his toe.
1: Your dog has crabs. <laughs> <laughs> How on earth did that happen? <laughs> I
3: I I think he's just making his stuff up. He he likes to try to be funny, but he's not.
1: Oh. oh I, and, I, I, who? I meant it literally. He was attacked by big crabs. Oh. oh! Oh yes. I had an uncle once who was attacked by giant crabs. He went too close to those uh, pirating villages in Chanda. Um, anyways, what, uh, what can I assist you with? And you, might I say, you are looking rather ravishing today. You are always very, very stylish, yes. Oh,
3: thanks.
2: I, I, I always try my best. Excellent.
3: Uh,
2: I would like to sign, uh, the deed to the
1: tavern back, uh... Maiden's Voyage? Maiden's yes. Voyage. The maiden's voyage. I would like to sign. He looks it. through a ledger and he. F- the maiden's voyage has been in your family for thousands of years. You're 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 going to sell it.
2: Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, sell it. It's it's very good.
1: It will. T- <laughs> on paper, it's to him, but it's still staying in my family. He looks over at the halfling. What's what's Cedric doing? He's waving. You're signing it to. This gentleman. Yes. He he might look a little odd, but he is a very He looks and goes Ooh I see what's going on here. He reaches under. He's doing something underneath his desk. And he goes. And within your head amon, you hear, if you're in trouble, wink twice.
2: Uh,
1: I will shake my head no. Oh,
5: oh, of course. And
1: who might this gentleman be? This is uh, going to be my business associate. Hi, and your name, sir?
0: I'm Bob. <laughs> I'm Bob. not going to give him my real name. No. There there bank. Okay, I'm so private. we will.
1: So we will be signing the deed over to
2: Bob. But once it's signed, to Bob, I can put Cedric. And, ugh,
1: fuck. Okay. Bob, and your last name, Bob? Jones. Bob Jones. Yes, it's a rather human name. It's rare for a halfling. I'm and from you...
0: Wallace, you know how they...
1: Oh, yes. I heard about the, the lower districts in Wallace. I've heard stories... They have this um, little place there. It's taken over by this uh, ruddy little halfling I hear. An opstart, uh, Crow's Corner, that's what they are. <laughs> they, can, they can try. <laughs> what fools. Oh, uh, like they're going to take business from you, Lady Daisy. <laughs> okay. So, um, you're going to sign the deed over to Bob Jones? Yes. Okay. And uh, will he be, will you be transferring funds to Miss La- Daisy?
0: Later. It's a private deal that we're doing at a later date. This is just a formality for the future develop- development.
5: Okay.
1: And he scurries through his desk and he goes through some paperwork and he goes, Here yeah, are the forms. I just need you to sign these. So give them back to me. And in three weeks time, we will meet again and we will sign over the deal.
2: We can't can't do it now.
1: I know, the paperwork, it it takes time, these things. But, uh, you know, I'll see you in three weeks.
0: But I I need to sign it over now. Isn't there that urgent thing that you have to do in exactly three weeks?
1: He's talking to you. He wasn't looking at me. So He 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 was, he was he was like... He's nudging you, and you could see! You could wink, see! Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, that thing yeah. that you have to do in exactly three weeks. I'm <laughs> a thing, Oh, it's
2: Oh, uh, uh, it's a, it's a huge uh, family wedding I'm having.
1: A family wedding? Yes. And I need to be there, so three weeks doesn't work, it's... It, it's. I'm pl- helping planning it, and it's throughout a
2: full week. It's very urgent. Well...
1: Is there any possible way to do it just now, get it over and done with? Roll a persuasion check. Uh, If you want to help him, you can either give him advantage or you can roll yourself as well. And we'll do it collecting. I'm going to keep this on the side just in case. You got to say something
5: to help him. I did.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess you did. Okay. Exactly let me roll yeah, yeah, yeah. first and roll. then afterwards. No, no, no. He has to oh. decide. Is he going to help you with, by giving you advantage, because that's how you do it, or you both roll individually and we take the sum of both parts? Oh wait. Okay. Roll twice. 13, 13, 13 for the first one. 14, but I'm going to use my yep. thing to did add you a 1d10. No, he hasn't yet, but he will. That's the uh, base roll. With charisma, you know. Perspiration. No. Yeah. And yeah, I'll just I'll use this as a topper. Okay, go ahead. Wow. No, it's uh it would be a one. Oh, this, this is a one d. This oh. is a technical one. Oh. But uh, fourteen Um, twenty four. You know, my sister is getting married soon. Oh really? <laughs> so I guess I could understand your plight l- l- let me go see. Uh, with the others, and he and he gets up. He's like, "This, let me check with my manager." He goes up, and he scurries up, and he speaks to a few people. And you two, you're you're alone, the three of you. Sort well, you two, and he, you're within earshot. Yeah, I'm just within earshot. You know, yeah, just within you know, earshot if you want to try to say so, things to each other, you can't say while he's around. If you have any ideas.
5: Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you don't worry, I... Put out this much money as men.
1: Okay, so he comes up. He comes up. He says, "Good news. I've spoken with my manager." It is unorthodox, but Miss Daisy, considering the large amount of funds that you have within your account here, we are willing to allow you to sign over the deed today. But uh, we have to keep this on the hush, hush. So we have to find a private place to do it. Yes. Okay. Okay. So uh, if we just, mm, we should go to one of the vaults, perhaps. He says, come with me. Which one has the most
0: money? Because they'll never expect us to meet there.
1: Persuasion. <laughs> Fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. uh, I'll help him with his persuasion. Do you want it to give him advantage, or do you want to roll it? Do you want but to you help have him? to say something? Okay, then roll. Do you roll. roll.
0: That might be a good yeah. idea.
1: Uh, thirteen. It's over ten. I mean, I, I this guy is already kind of molded into your yeah into your hands here. Uh, so at first when when you say that, uh, he sort of stops me and he looks at you. And goes,
2: now why would you want to go to the most expensive vault? And
1: then you're going to interrupt and convince well, it, him. It, it does make sense. It's like, they wouldn't expect a secret meeting in the, a really rich vault. It's true. They are not really used to They expect so it to be like already secure, so they won't expect anything there. Yeah. It's like, all right. Well, I suppose we could, and uh, you sort of walk uh, up. There's uh, several gold-plated armored guards there, um, <clears throat> and he says, uh, "And he says, Well come, come with me then.' Uh, what about your manservant? Will he be coming too?" And he points at Arathor. He seems rather dopey. Sir, yeah, yeah. sir, sorry, sorry, I was. He's going to try to figure out if you're a smart person. He seems rather dim-witted. Probably not very intelligent. I uh, was
4: these pictures of dwarves in. Yeah. Yes,
2: those
1: are dwarves. <laughs> I have a friend whose brother is also a bit dim-witted, so I know how to deal with these things. So, would you like to come with us? Uh. Where are we, Where are we going? We're going to the most expensive vaults with all the most expensive gold in the entire bank to sign over a deed. From Miss uh, Daisy over to Bob Jones. Oh. Okay, come with me. Nothing can possibly go wrong.
2: <laughs> and then I'll just kind of like the air at all.
1: And he what? Thinks, he thinks you're stupid. But uh, and anyway, uh, so as we're walking, I will open up the D that's already has her signature mm-hmm. and like look at her signature and try to memorize it. Okay, it's good that you did that. Okay, so uh, you guys walk through all the different corridors. You walk to the back of the bank. There's a portal there. And he says, come this way. This one will do. And you, you walk in, and then you enter into a uh, giant room that has about a dozen other portals around. And also several different locked vaults all over the place. And there is a bowl of uh, jewels sitting upon a table. Just expensive-looking jewels. And crystals.
0: Cedric will go over and be like, "These are really pretty," and just kind of like make it look like he's looking at them. Fucking sleight of hand right in your pocket.
1: Okay, roll sleight of hand check. Oh, those should not be on the table. Uh, and he starts looking around for a place to put them. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're able to uh, grab a few of these really expensive jewels. And he's just sort of looking around. Uh, Do you want to share some with these two? That's what I was going to do. Okay. And Cedric tosses some jewels over to uh, Eretel and (laughs) and, uh, Amon. Amon, you just sort of put it into you, but it looks like you're putting it into your body. Yeah. Because there's an illusion around you. And he picks up the bull and he goes... He should not be here. And he opens up one of the vaults and then he puts it in and he closes it and he does a magical incantation. He goes, all right, now here's the table. He takes out a parchment uh, that he then says a magical incantation and the words start to form upon it and it's a new deed. Here we go. So, Madam Daisy, I will just need you to sign here. You can read all the fine print if you want. She starts reading all the fine prints. Okay. Do you want to read the whole thing? Uh, I'll just skim through it, like, a little important parts. Okay. You skim through it, and, uh, by skimming through it, you see that it's just saying that you signed the deed over to uh, Mr. Bob Jones, and that, uh, Bob Jones will own the Maiden's Voyage, and it puts a spot there where Bob Jones can rename the Maiden's Voyage.
2: So, uh... It
1: magically says Bob Jones.
2: So you okay with this, Bob Jones?
0: Yep.
4: Bob
2: Jones. Yes? Do you not know Bob Jones?
0: He, he. They've
2: never really met. He was just always around. Like, he was so it's real. around, but not around my... That's this servant a lot, so he's not really attuned to his name.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
2: I will look over at uh, Bob
3: Jones once more. Nod. No? Okay.
1: And I will sign uh sign the contract with her signature oh here, use my pen that's okay i got my own pen for it so have uh just the pen and sign it okay and as the ink is hitting the paper this magical paper since you just skimmed through this contract, you didn't read the part that said that there would be a magical verification to confirm. I said all the important parts. You said you skimmed, you skimmed through. Yeah, through yeah it. skimmed through it for the important parts. I said. I know, but there is a, a little clause in there, that uh, you, you it would do a magical confirmation that you are who you say you are. And as you're writing this, you don't notice, but your hand suddenly you do notice that your hand suddenly is turning red, just slowly. It's going up your arm. You've signed the signature, but your illusion is slowly fading from you, going up your arm. I take my hand and, like, put it, like, <laughs> try to hide it. You hide it behind you, and it's slowly... And slowly. I, start, I start looking at, uh, uh And then, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Um, Teller here, we didn't give him a name, he doesn't notice. You you put your arm behind you, and you looked at Aerotol. Aerotol, you would feel that your magic is waning and disappearing from him. Thank you, Miss Daisy. Now, Mr. Jones.
2: I'll
4: quickly sign it.
1: As what? Bob
4: Jones.
1: As Bob Jones? Okay. Uh,
4: Just, while he's kind of distracted signing, like, handing the deed and all that stuff, what's around?
1: Several different uh, portals. They're not active right now, but uh, they have glowing orbs at the top of them. They lead to different places.
4: Are there, um, like, any piles of gold or stuff?
1: Yeah. Okay. Mr. Jones? Oh, you've signed it. Perfect. And he looks and, uh... What's that? Over there. In the portal. Something just came through. Sir, I happen to know that there are no portals active right now. You are a funny man, Mr. Jones. It's right there. You're really gonna try to convince me to look over there. Yes you're, I am. You're really gonna try. <laughs> oh come now. If I'm natural twenty-five so okay <laughs> If I look over there and there is nothing, the I am going to be quite upset with you. You Dude, miss the funny man. So and he turns and he goes. Oh my, that is interesting. You know, I never looked in that corner before. And I'll just fucking hit him on the back of the head with the forget me stick.
2: <laughs> 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 you wallop him. Strike check, please. 16.
1: We could have done a lot better, but okay. Whack. It's already signed. I don't like, give a
5: oh fuck. my, there's...
1: there's... no loan. And this gentleman has just fallen. We're in a vault. The papers he's holding have just flown up in the air, are falling everywhere, and he's now fallen unconscious.
2: I'm going to collect the papers and start, well, he's asleep,
0: so grab what you can.
3: (laughs) We're in a room full of gold with a (laughs) guy who's unconscious.
1: That's uh, full of vaults and locks and magical incantations. At this time, about half your body, your illusion is disappearing I'm on. Yeah, I'm just going to fucking,
4: that's cancelled.
1: Yeah, it's gone. Amon is now standing there in a dress. Because he's going to see In a flowery dress.
4: told is going to be like, Okay, I see that this has turned into a real bank robbery.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and anybody can come through the portal you guys entered in at any moment. So, uh, just, Amon, I uh, uh, just want to encourage you. You do have a moment if you want to get changed. Like you guys have a minute here. Yes, I will change out of the frilly dress. Okay, but I will put the frilly dress like away. There's like in my inventory.
4: You guys start changing out of your clothes. Um is gonna take one of those gemstones, inspect the portal, and see if he can change it. By the way, the deed's all on the ground right now. Yeah,
1: I'll grab the deed. Okay, Eretol grabs the deed, and what were you gonna do as well?
4: Uh, I was gonna take one of the many gemstones that was handed to me, and then uh, see if I can adjust the portal to buy some more time.
1: Okay. okay. Yeah. Roll a uh, arcana check. Oh good. Uh Fifteen. Fifteen. As, as you go up to try to use the gemstone, you're able to make the portal flicker a bit, but you're not able to stop it. It's still uh, it's still active. Okay. These, these are just expensive gems. They're not like crystals like you're used to with your magics. Yeah, so you guys are inside of this little vault. The deed is uh, in your pocket now, Ayrault. What do you guys do? do you I'm gonna really? start
4: scrounging around and see what I can take. I'm grabbing gold.
1: Just if bite. I need to Just break like in into in anything, in. I'll break in. It.
0: But instead of so. skittles,
2: it's gonna be gold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and three, four. Okay, so no, nobody has entered yet. Uh, you're able to do these things. Uh, I'm gonna say that you find about 200 gold. You find 200 gold. Amon, what are you doing? Um, I guess I'm, like, either doing the gold thing or looking for something that would interest me for me to take.
3: Yeah. I'm obsessed like, with shit. Liter- like, any, like, kind
1: them. of scrolls or literature or something like that, that would like... Yeah, uh, inside of one of the... Well, you'd have to break into the vault together. Yeah. Okay, well, on the table, there is a scroll there. It looks very, very old. And it says, For Lord Emberhell. It's the seal of Lord Emberhell upon it. What do you do? Lord Emberhell. Okay. Has he come up
3: before or no? Yep.
1: Okay, I'm um, pretty sure he is from all this. Nope. Nope. They stole from his vault. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And he, he's a very, very powerful human mage. I will take the scroll. Okay, no, take, the scroll. Me, you, you take the scroll. You take didn't talk about it, put it in yeah. pocket, so he didn't even know what it was. In the meantime, you, Aerotol, you, you go through the vault, and you're more checking out the other portals and stuff, and the crystals above them, and you do find one that has a crescent moon drawn upon it.
4: Hey, hey, guys, uh... Uh. remember what I told you? Lord Dell hand us, handed us the message, something about a crescent moon. Yeah, I see a symbol here with the crescent moon.
2: Maybe we should. Open it.
4: Yeah, let's go.
0: Okay, let's open it. We should probably go pretty quick. I guess they're gonna catch us pretty soon.
1: And walking through the door are two guards. Too late. What's going on? I will cast mass and they suggestion. Want to, what mass suggestion? What the fuck's math suggestion? Fuck,
2: you did use it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Uh, I'll read it to you if you want. Yeah. Well, it's never been cast. That's what but. I
4: think it is. In the, well, you it's, a, it's a level 6 spell. It's new and it's mainly RP, so I'm surprised you took it.
1: It's a dope by RP, right?
4: Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: math suggestion, level 6. You suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two
1: and magically influence. Up to 12 creatures of your choice that you can see within range. That I'm say can, there's three or four cards. So. They can hear and understand you. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. The suggestion can be worded in such a manner as the course of action, such as uh, sound reasonable. Asking the creature to stab itself, throw itself,
2: harm itself. ...negates the effect of the spell. Each target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a
1: failed state, it persuades uh, okay. the course of action to describe the best... Sounds good. They are elves, though, so they have resistance to charm, so they'll have advantage mm-hmm. on the check. So, Okay. Uh, so I use Mass Suggestion and, be like, uh, and tell them... You're one sentence, right? One or two. One okay, or two. go ahead. And then one of them grabs an orb, and he's about to squeeze it as if it's like an alarm. Uh, go outside like there's nothing wrong, and go outside the, like there's nothing wrong... It's no alarm. Seventeen. I'm just gonna do the base rolls for the one holding the orb. Seventeen. Actually, he has advantage, so eighteen. Does he pass? Yeah, he passed. The second one is an eight. Fail. Third one is a nine. Fail. Seven. Fail. Okay, so the other three uh, go out. Hold on. Your words were go outside like there's nothing wrong. Yes. Uh, th- three of them go. Well, there's nothing to see here. Nope, nope, not nothing at all. Hey, hey, Bill, there's nothing to see here. I don't see anything. There's nothing wrong. And they just leave. And the one holding the orb, he's just, just like before he what? does anything. And he's by himself.
4: While he's kind of confused, can I use May Chan just to slap his hand so he drops the orb?
1: Okay. Yeah, and the orb falls, smashes on the ground. Oh god! And you would see all of the uh, portals in the room start closing. And the room becomes dark and starts flashing with a red glow. And you starts hear a loud like, ring. They, they start closing from, from left to right.
4: Okay, I'm gonna run so there's crescent moon one and jump
5: through.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah same. We're all just He's gonna, gonna like, run
5: through. The- what?
1: No! And he starts running after you guys, and you guys jump into the crescent moon portal. And uh,
2: I'll flip them off as we go through. It's <laughs> like fucking Star Lord the
1: Yeah, that's exactly what you do, and it closes with Cedric going, (laughs) and it closes on this guy who runs into a wall. (laughs) The other ones are just like, nothing to see in there. There's nothing wrong in there.
5: Huh.
1: I wonder
2: why the red light's on. It's
1: like if you throw an arrow at him. There's nothing wrong. Nope, nothing wrong. It's like Skyrim. And you guys end up inside of a a circular uh, stone side of a, a waterfall. There seems to be a teleportation circle in the center with a, a jade lantern within the, the center as well. And you'd see a large rock elemental that, that that is standing above Belrin. You've never seen a rock elemental before. And it's just, it's holding two pieces of the cage as it's ripping it apart. Does it have antlers? It does have antlers upon its head, but they're made of stone.
4: Fucking Phileas. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Phileas. Okay, you're
2: together. the center just going to see and assume that it's so- someone
1: attacking Belren and just go up and start like ah! <laughs> <'cause it's> like, <laughs> your, your blades are just chipping away TING 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 by the shirt and just look at him and he picks you up and he's looking at <laughs> you his dress clothes of some yeah. sort like. are you are you are you no, no, it just <laughs> sounds like grinding stone like I'm talking tearing.
4: I see this stupid stone antlers, can I inside check to see if I can tell if it's Phileas You or guys not?
1: can tell it's Phileas. And but not the Belrin wouldn't tell you. I mean what are you gonna say something or do you, no. you... Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew he <you> wouldn't. <laughs> oh I, yeah inside Thing check. Insight check. You just okay. have
2: to remember, like, this thing's big to you
1: guys. <laughs> so it's massive. Mad, monstrous. You? He's trying to, to protect his friend. Mm. <laughs> uh, fifteen. I... Okay, you know it's him. You're intelligent. I was going to say, can I put him back down beside him and then meld into the ground?
5: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, you put you put, uh, you put put Cedric down. He was like, kicking his legs and stuff. And then uh, you just meld into the ground and disappear. Well, I was thinking, like, you put him down and just, like, try to, like, gently and, um, pat his head. I can go back, back up behind him. All right, guys, Seeing what do you do?
4: that Bellwin would be calm while this thing's ripping open the cage, Cedric runs up and tackles him, like, Cedric, Cedric, that was the boogie monster. Don't let him come back. The
2: boogie
5: monster? Wants yes. to Kill it!
2: <laughs> and Cedric just looks fucking terrified now. <laughs> fucking terrified. Cedric
3: up, is up? frightened. Can I pop back up behind him? Mm hmm. <laughs> He's behind you! <laughs> you imagine just stuffing. It's
1: not hard. I'm stone. There's a giant I'm stone, to stone elemental behind, behind no, you. Right 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 Why turn back yet? I'll just like. He looks terrified as he looks
4: up I'm gonna walk up next to uh, Cedric As he's focused and just whisper in his ear Just
0: kidding, that's fucking Phileas
5: <laughs>
0: You dickhead <laughs> Now I'm glad I told you. Told people You pooped on him <laughs>
1: Phileas, you hear this <laughs> Amano, like, Did you hear this though? Yeah, um.
3: no, it's by Gorm. No, but did you no, hear? But did you hear? Yes.
1: He revealed he's the one who spoke. You were the one. I thought it was this one. No? What the fuck? <laughs> okay, no, that was funny though. So, <laughs> Philly, as you hear this. Are you leaving your form?
3: Sorry.
1: He just uh, said, yes. I'm glad I told people he I Yes, I, tur- um, I turned back into myself. And what do you okay. say? Just him an asshole, I guess. <laughs> so,
4: I want to let you guys so know we just came from a bank. And alarms went off. We kind of robbed one, but in the wrong way. Why? Because we didn't make out with any money, and apparently whatever we have, this deed thing is signed over to
3: Bob Jones. Who's this guy, apparently?
5: <laughs> you I don't um, know what
0: to do with this. Um, we can't go back there ever <laughs> again. We got the deed. We didn't. Any it's any fine, because there. they think it's Miss Daisy and Bob Jones. <laughs> He's got a fucking torch.
3: She she's in a lot of shit. Okay. Yeah, but
0: that's her problem.
3: So Baron's gonna look at all three of them And then be like, Well, I'm glad you guys had fun. A fast. But let me tell you dude... Oh by the way to that, like to everyone I'm still doing the voice. Yeah. <laughs> I never changed the voice. Oh really? Yeah, he sounds like a woman. Did you get your nuts cut off? No, why? You sound like a girl. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And he like he like rubs his butt like his uh, throat for a second and then change his voice
0: back a few minutes ago he wasn't go you want to see <laughs> can, can
3: you, you do that day.
5: again yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> just trying to wrap it up this oh, okay. we all know where Should you're going again <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: well,
3: yeah you,
1: you just want to explain what
3: you Well, been no, doing. yeah let, let me explain what happened here okay we met with this king. Phileas opened his. Well, I guess I kind of negated it. I kind of did say a few things. Phileas also ruined a few things. Anyway, long story short, Lord Dell is dead. We're here, down here, in a cage. We were in a cage. Did
1: Phileas threaten the king? Lord Dell said to find you, there we go. He threatened the king. Yeah. You can tell he did. We kind I of mean both. He's
3: got scratch marks on him.
1: And um, Phileas yeah, yeah. is, is he, covered in uh, bee stings. He threatened the king, and look what happened. He well, got yeah, stuffed yeah, by bees. <laughs> we well, usually when
3: I did he, he swore said in a we'll bad way.
5: sooner
1: than a
3: couple of years. Oh Phileas, you don't remember these it wasn't, things. Th- it wasn't
5: threatening. He said we're gonna be locked up in here for a few
3: years. I see you because you kept talking. No,
4: he was gonna lock us up in there before I spoke. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like you guys I, have problems I find
3: every time that. he opens his mouth, you get injured. Thank you! I'm not the only one that You got this. injured because you lied. I wasn't lying. I told him I was going to bring Lord Dell to him, and he thought I was lying. But look, Lord Dell showed up, and now he's dead. You brought Lord Dell? You I brought Lord Dell too. You killed Lord Dell. But it was you that was talking when he covered you with vines. Yeah. So, I'm not a negotiator. I don't want to be here. It's not my fault. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, partially your fault. None. They're going to believe it's your fault. Let's go kill this king. Bad idea.
1: He will kill us all.
4: Not after I charge my jade ring. You, no, um,
1: but... Airtall, Your gaze does look to, obviously as a match. And same with mon You two sort of look at this su- uh, teleportation uh, circle that's in the center of the room, and it's shaped like a crescent moon.
4: Uh... We ran into Lord Dell on our way to the bank that we were going to rob, um, and uh, he gave us a message. Um, something about. The lotus saw... blooms of the Crescent Moon. It's this right. looks like a Crescent Moon. It's, its a jump... so we jumped through a portal that had a crescent moon.
3: Maybe we should check it out. You
4: killed Lord Dell
3: No, we did we didn't kill him. The king killed him because he decided to show himself. It's a whole it's a whole it. other like. The two it's most heroic The, the <laughs> two <laughs> most
4: heroic in our group couldn't save Lord Dell. <sighs> consider it but just kind of be in the back of
0: I Why does
5: just...
1: the bank lead to this room? <laughs> <laughs> Cedric, you notice a glowing jade lantern in the center of the room, though. Oh, gosh.
2: He just doesn't... Is... A yeah, yeah. big treasury. treasury.
1: Yeah.
2: Wait a minute, there's treasure around this, too. So, like, he's just like... Why the fuck...
4: Cedric, does the bank go to the Just bank? take a look around, steal whatever he can. I'm, I'm gonna take a look
3: at this lantern. <laughs> I'll go with go' Okay, I'm gonna look at the chests, and then I'm gonna mourn
4: Lord
2: God I'm
3: kind of out of contact. I'm pretty. I'm kind of happy. you can
1: giving him a bag of holding because right now he'd be like, ha, 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 I know, I was, like, sweeping I up all I the gold. Gone
2: up with with like the biggest pile of gold and just <laughs> right over it. Exactly. exactly. Um, we should be skipping through the Volgoon.
1: <laughs> so that's why you only gave me two hundred. Aerotol and Phileas, you walk up. Phileas, you feel. Fae magic coming from this lantern, toll You feel foreign magic coming from this lantern that you're not accustomed to, but it's, it seems like powerful teleportation magic in a way that you have never anticipated or thought of before. Uh-huh. It's a different type of teleportation. This is interesting. What? What is? It uses like fae spirits.
4: This is like magic of
1: you're pointing your ear people. Yes, I can feel it. Oh. I thought I'd be able to sense the magic too. Sure, you walk up and you sense the magic as well. It's very foreign (laughs) to you. But you know that this is magic of the elves. You're
4: evil magic. This is like weird. But he
1: always forgets about me that I can sense magic too sometimes. I investigate
5: it.
4: You investigate
1: it. You don't need to. It's it's exactly what it seems to be. Okay. A jade lantern. It looks like uh, this
4: can teleport us somewhere. I don't know where.
1: But all you know is that Somehow. the lotus blooms in the crescent moon. So this is you haven't specified them to the fact that you guys also came here. Your ulterior motive was to find the source of the lotus plague as well. That was really why you came here. You were going to see the king hopefully get an army. That might not happen now. That's why they came here. <laughs> oh, it'll happen. <laughs> you got me. So, so what him. do you do? I'll go up and touch the lantern. And you feel a powerful fae force
5: capturers
1: capturers capturers you feel capturers can you get
5: capturers
3: capturers 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 there's capturers
2: Take that little cut
1: uh, of all the uh, steam chemtrails and just like a little bolus, and he's yeah. like, "This is our new song, chemtrails <laughs> The dragon did tell you guys, by the way, in the in in the dungeon, okay, that his breath, his shadowfell, because he comes from the shadowfell, is the only thing that could kill a face spirit. Yeah.
4: Well, we told, that we negotiated with him. He kills the king, but leaves Oriana,
1: and then he can kill whoever else. And he was too. like, "Yeah, sure," but how much can you trust the Zarnagul? doesn't he want to kill the king? It's better than fighting him, I guess. We let him free. Anyways, let's finish this. You guys, you touch it. Phileas, you feel a powerful magic emanating from it. And for a moment, you feel like your soul is traveling to a different plane, but you don't know how to use it. You You feel like your elven heritage is really taking prominence over you right now. You feel like you can go through the Feywild to... Maybe even the home of the elves, but you don't know how to use it as you pick up this lantern. I can go places with this, I just don't know how.
4: I mean, if I held it and went over there, that would be a place I went with it. I can go places with the lantern too. Touch it. Aerotol will reach out and touch it.
1: Aerotol, you feel confident that you would be able to uh, teleport uh, to wherever this is going to go.
4: I feel like I can use your point of ear magic and uh, bring us to wherever that's going to lead us. You, right, think.
1: you think. You're not 100% or you're all going to die. You're not sure. Yeah, we might all die. Mm-hmm. All
4: right, we'll try. We're unfaded, so let's
5: do We're it. We're just
4: going to die. won't die. You already got the
1: deed, so, like,
4: what else? <laughs> you guys are fucking okay. crazy. Okay. Hypothetical. Here, here. I want to hold my <laughs> hand. Let's just stand here and talk about stuff a little bit more.
1: No! <laughs> Who wants to touch? So you, so you guys want the details of the big guys? Shut up. You all gather into the I center of the I hey, you, you can't make me do it. <laughs> you can't make me do anything. If you're going to contest him, it would be contesting strength.
4: Hey, guys.
3: Fuck
5: you, ah!
4: <laughs> Belrun As immediately
1: pulls away and slaps you a bit. As
4: he's like pulling away and stuff, Aerotol's going to be like, Hey, guys, come on. And then push Phileas into Belrun <laughs> so the lantern touches him and then jump in and use
5: the magic.
1: And yep. you, and this uh, lantern begins to glow, 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 and then you feel this uh, almost like sparks of um, natural energy surround all of you. The symbolism of the crescent moon on the ground glows a bright green, and then you guys just feel this overwhelming power, and then before we go, I go, don't it, Balin. You already died once. Yeah, so you die again. You think I want to
3: die again? Here we go.
1: And then you teleport away. Curse you, you want to say anything? No, and then uh, uh, you all go through. You're going through all this weird magic is flowing all over you, Belrin. You feel like you just fall into a uh, a sinking mound of mud, all over you. You're just like, and then you're pulled out of it, and then you continue flying. Phileas, you're sunk to the bottom reaches of some sort of foreign ocean on a foreign world. There's giant creatures floating around towards you, and then you fly through, and uh, you disappear from there. Um, Amon, you're out on top of a, uh, a frozen, large, pointed mountain, where a, an armored figure with long white hair... And this lich type face, and he's holding a sword and he's walking toward you as an ice crown. And then well, before, you pull yeah, away, yeah, and before you're. Before he pulls <laughs> away, I'm gonna to try to wave <laughs> for him. Yeah, and you feel completely frozen. Uh, Cedric and Eratol, you are both plummeting from the highest point in the sky, falling towards a volcano. And <laughs> what do you do? You're trying to press your thing. Yeah. You're, the magic inside of it isn't working. It seems to be sparking out. You're falling towards the lava. Aeritol, what do you do? I'll try to levitate. Yeah, you use levitate. You're able to float, but... But Cedric, damn you... Damn it! Uh, Aeritol, you use levitate, but, uh, the, the, and then the volcano explodes, and some of the lava falls on you, and you light a little bit on fire, but you're okay. And Cedric, you fall directly into the lava. And it starts burning you, your skin, and you start just completely eroding. The last thing you see is him giving the finger straight up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through the lava. T2. Yeah, you put up your middle finger. and You go, th- th- and then you die. And then you guys continue traveling through. And then that's where we're going to end the <laughs> you, <episode. died. laughs> it. You, you die. That's just die. Let's continue. And I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Stubborn Heroes. Follow me on DM, at Omidius, O-M-I-D-I-I-O-U-S. You can follow Cody. At uh, Stubborn Cody. Yeah, he has a new handle. Yes. You can follow Ray. Stubborn Ray. At Stubborn Ray. You can follow Cedric. I'm Cedric Crow. At I'm Cedric Crow. And until what next time. You? But are you oh, career you career? have it. You, have you it? can follow Michael at Stubborn Belren. At Stubborn Belren. Also, you can, if you're not already part of it, we have a growing community on Discord. So, if you go to our Twitter and find the link, you'll be able to join our Discord server. Anybody's welcome, and especially you. And you, where you can follow us. You can see some fan art from some of our our fans. You can just chat with us. We're very active, and uh, not all of us, but some of us. And. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of our Discord, we want to give a shout out to uh, Nakara, who has been a great help setting up the Discord. She's an admin there. She's made us fan art. She made us like custom emojis, uh, like the Cedric one.
0: Oh, I cannot even describe how much happiness I had when I saw that emoji. Just say.
1: I wish we could use them outside of Discord. Yeah. Um, We also have one for Eritoll. That's the what the fuck face. Cedric's is yeah. What the fuck? Cedric's is the devil face. And then Cody's is the one with the zipper for the mouth. That's the and it's the say nothing face. She called it. Um, So yeah, come check us out. Come chat with us. Uh, It'll be fun. Find a link, like I said, on our Twitter or just message us in any way, and I'll send you the link. All right. Um, and don't forget to also, while I'm saying all this ad stuff, you might as well go to iTunes if you're listening on the iPhone, which, or Apple Podcast, most of you are, and give us a five star review and and, uh, and and write up a review for us. We'd really be appreciated. And until next time, yeah, bye. 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 You do not have Twitter. Whatever. Bye. No, I just want to point out that I Billy has
4: died twice. He's going to have to make a third character. Yeah.